Hello and welcome to the Singing Buddha podcast. My name is Lucy Burns. I'm a coach and author of the book 15 Steps to Lasting Happiness. I'm also known as the artist, songwriter and music producer Lazy Hammock. In these episodes I will be sharing my take on life from a creative and spiritual perspective looking at ways in which we can tap into our limitless potential so that we are able to become our best selves, not only creatively, but also emotionally, physically and spiritually, enabling us to navigate our lives and emotions in a more balanced and grounded way within this world, whilst endeavouring to remain true to our core creative selves. Listen in to either start or continue on your journey of awareness and expansion, stepping into your own rhythm and unique flow where together we can learn to let go, allow, and just be, hopefully resulting in a deeper connection to ourselves, each other, and the wider universe. Hello, and welcome to the Singing Buddha podcast. In today's episode... I wanted to talk to you about this phenomena we have of comparing ourselves to others. And the reason being is that I'd planned to talk about this in one of the podcast episodes because I often do masterclasses around this area for the artists and creatives that I work with. And I also received an email the other day from someone who listens to the show who asked if I could do this episode so I thought well this is a great time to do it. Comparing ourselves to others I believe is a route to unhappiness. It's a route to feeling unfulfilled. It's a route to disharmony within yourself and with your own purpose in life. Your self-confidence will decrease, your self-esteem will decrease, and your self-worth will decrease. That's a lot of damage it can do. It has a massive impact on our lives when we compare ourselves to others. Now, of course, on the flip side, there's healthy comparisons we can have, but Most of our comparisons aren't healthy. Most of them are to do with a marker of where we are within our lives, within our goals and our purpose and our dreams, and looking at how someone else has got there before us, and looking at the distance between where they are and where we are. And the greater the distance, the greater disharmony we feel within ourselves. Now obviously this is not a healthy way to live our lives. Our life paths are about as different as the pebbles on the beach. They're as different as the clouds in the sky, the thoughts floating around our minds and also They're about as different as the things we may do on a day-to-day basis. Every person on your street or in your town or in your area is doing a different thing today. And it would be very strange 
if you were all doing the same thing. And even if you're engaging in similar activities, like for instance, going to work or cooking dinner, you will still have a completely different experience of that. But in terms of actually what you're doing, it's very, very different. And it's very different because you know, either from the night before, from the morning you get up, what you want to do that day. Whether we do it or not is a different story, but we know what we want to do. And it's very focused on what we need to get done for ourselves and our family or uh, pursuing a goal or a project. But we do it in our own way. It's not the same as anyone else. And this is like our path in life, our journey we take. It's a very individual thing that we do. And although our actions do affect other people in our lives and we are interconnected, our own purpose or goal is very, very different from anyone else's. It's completely tailored to ourselves, to us. And that's a great thing because we're just individuals. That's the beauty of us. But with the rise of social media, it's made it even harder to feel that it's okay being an autonomous being and doing what we feel is right for ourselves. Now, we've always had that in some respect from people around us, maybe within our family or when we were growing up in our schools, from teachers or whatever, where you had people trying to limit who you were. So if you had a goal or a dream of wanting to be or do something, there might have been someone saying, well, I don't think that you should do that. You're, you know, you're not going to earn any money from that. That isn't a proper job. Or why don't you do this? Or we think that you should go in that direction. We think you have the brains to do that. We don't think you're intelligent enough to do this. Okay, so these barriers have always existed. People have always tried to hold others back from their dreams or from fulfilling their potential. Sometimes I believe that it's their own fear for themselves, fear that they may not be able to reach their potential. So in turn, they stop others or try to stop others from reaching theirs. However, what has changed now is that we are doing it to ourselves. We don't actually need anyone to push us off our path or to try and make us go in a different direction. Because what we do is we do it completely to ourselves. And one of the things that most comes up with the people that I work with, other than the inner critic and the negative voice, is the comparison to others. That is what is holding them back. I think there's a belief that if we look at other people, we may be inspired and of course, in some respects, we are. And if we're doing it for that reason, that's great. And we look and we go, oh, that's great what they did. I feel pumped up now to go and do my thing. But it's not always like that. Often we can stay watching a little too long. And suddenly we then start turning in on ourselves and looking at how we're not like that. How we're not good enough. How we're not as good as them. Why aren't we as good what is wrong with us? Now, one of the things that I say to some of the musicians that I work with is you can't be the musician you want to be in 10 years time now. You are who you are now. 
and you are in a great place to move forwards and become even better at your art whilst accepting where you're at now and also looking at how you've grown from the past 10 years. So what we tend to do as humans is we tend to fast forward to a time in the future and say, if I was that good or that accomplished now, I'd be okay. I'd be good enough. People would accept me. But I can only be that good to be accepted. The future good, not the present good. But we are at the place We are always at a place where we have moved on from where we were, but we tend not to look at that. We only tend to look at where we could be, not where we've come from or how far we've come. So comparing yourself to others, it erodes your sense of self-worth. I'll tell you why. When we spend our time looking out, We use our energy and we only have a finite amount of energy. And when we use that to look at others and how they are doing, it takes energy away from putting that into ourselves and what we could be doing to further our lives and our ambitions and our goals. Every hour we spend on social media looking at other people is an hour taken away from what we could be doing for our lives, our careers, our families, our dreams, our goals. There has to be one, some sort of responsibility taken around this. And two, an acknowledgement that it's not easy. See, the problem is most of us are addicted to our phones. And... If we are compelled to keep looking out and looking at other people, if we are pulled in that direction because of either an addiction or a compulsion, we have to be aware that we are then being pulled away from ourselves. While we are looking out, we can't look in. It's impossible. You can't look out a window and look in that same window at the same time. When we look out, we are encouraging and reinforcing the belief that what we need for ourselves is outside of ourselves because we keep searching. And because we keep searching and coming back feeling unfulfilled, Instead of doing something different, we go out again and we keep searching in the hope that at some point we will stumble across what we felt has been missing. It's kind of like gambling. Believing that if I put this money in the machine, I will eventually get something out. Now, very occasionally, something might come back. But usually what we do is we put way more in just in the hope that something will come back that will be more or make up for all that we have lost. 
So it's a gamble. Every time we're going onto social media, every time we're going onto our phones, every time we're going into a site where we see someone that's doing what we wish we were doing, we are giving a little bit more of ourselves. We're gambling ourselves. We're gambling our time. We're gambling our life give you a bit more bit more bit more each time I come away with less I'm going to go back on again because I'm going to get some more I'm going to get something from this and there's not a prize at the end of it it's going to take and take and take from you it's going to empty you of all that you could be putting into yourselves now I know it's not all about social media of course we can see people on telly we watch TV programs where people are parading the latest material possessions, their successes, also their failures, their unhappiness or their grief on TV. And we see these things and even though quite often we see people suffering with their lives or within their lives because they have a certain something that glitters, we still believe that we want that. And I don't know if you've heard this, but all that glitters isn't gold. And my little add-on to that is it's often tin foil. So are we chasing a tin foil existence that we hope will give us what we want and what we need, but it kind of never does? What we need to do is to build up ourselves to believe in ourselves, to believe that we have everything that we need inside of us to take the path that we want to take, to do the things that we want to do and to absolutely believe that it is possible. Everyone does things at different speeds as well. So you may have seen someone who's doing something similar to what you want to do and think, well, I wanted to do that. But look, they're doing that already and they're already making money from it or they've already made an impact. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We don't know their journey. We don't know what's going on in their lives. What matters is what you're doing it's not about conforming. It's not about competing. It's about doing what you need to do and doing it in your time. No one knows what you have going on in your life at this precise moment. Only you know the things that you want to do. And I'm talking about the deepest desires because often we can tell our partners or our friends or mention things to people, but there's always things that we have that we don't always share. Some things that we keep to ourselves in case we might not do it. We don't want to show other people that we haven't achieved what we've said we would. So we keep it quiet. Or something in us doesn't quite believe that we can do that or that we're good enough to do that. But you are good enough to do that. You are enough. You can do that. The hardest part is the starting. It's not the doing. Funnily enough, people look at other people and think, oh, they're doing that, that's really difficult. And how do I do that? How am I going to do it? Because we, we also worry about 
how we're going to take the next step. You don't have to worry about the next step. The next step will become apparent to you as you move forward. What we need to do is start. Now, something I've been encouraging some of my students to do, it's something that I I either read or heard recently, I can't remember which. And actually, I'm starting to use it for myself because it's really good because I procrastinate sometimes with getting things done. It's using a timer. I know that most of us have timers on our phones. Now, I've got one, you know, for um, sort of like the cooking and things. And I bought it just for this purpose. And what you do is when you sit down to work, put your timer on for one hour and sit there. Know what it is you want to achieve within that hour or that you want to start and press start. And then you start and you have an hour. And what that does is it helps you to make the most of your time. Because when you know you've only got a finite amount of time, an hour, you get down to it and you get on with it. And then you can have a break and maybe put it on for another hour. Because once you start, you will be more inclined to continue. It's the fear of doing something that holds us back more than taking the action required to do what it is we want to do. I want you to turn your focus round and in on yourself, in a self-care way, not in a selfish way, because often people think if you're focusing on yourself, you're being selfish. In this instance, it is about self-care. It is about saying there's things that are important for me to do, that I want to do. You know, if you're finding yourself being distracted by other people or other things or put off because of what other people are doing, turn it in on yourself and look at what you want to do. Some people like to write lists, some people don't. You know, I'm a list person, but I've got issues with lists because I write too many lists and then I make lists of lists. So although I'm a list person, I um, I think maybe I should be one of those people who, that isn't a list person because it doesn't help me a great deal. But other people, it's great to have a list. So, you know, write down what it is you, you want to maybe achieve for the day or for the week. Maybe write a loose timetable. You know, maybe have morning, afternoon and evening on it, depending what you're doing, because if you're working in the daytime, um, you may have to fit it in in the evenings or weekends or before you go to work. Like when I was writing my albums, and most of my albums, I was bringing my son up at the time. He's, he's older now and he's moved out of home. But when I wrote most of my albums, I think I started when he was 13. I was always songwriting before that, but when I was committed to writing these 10 albums, um, I started when he was 13. So a lot of the time um, I worked very late at night or it would be sort of in between time. So it would be just before cooking dinner. Sometimes it was during and I'd be having broccoli boiling on the stove while <laughs> while I was looking at his homework and writing a track. But that didn't happen very often because I like to focus on doing something. So if it was helping him with his work or doing my music, whatever. But what I did was I, fit, I, I fitted it in in between things. And actually, to be honest with you, looking back, I... I felt at the time, I, I, I was a single parent, and I felt at the time 
that things would be so much easier and I'd have so much more time to work on music and all the different projects that I had once my son grew up and left home and that I could leave these things until then but I, I couldn't because it was my passion and I wanted to do these things but I felt that I was always fitting so many things into a certain amount of time and it was it was really pressured you know it was taking him to school um, going to work coming back home taking him out maybe to the park making dinner um, helping him with his homework getting him in the bath getting him to bed doing some music writing after he'd gone to bed you know so it's very very full-on but now looking back I realized that I achieved more when I was doing more when I had more to do because I thought that I wouldn't have enough time to do the things that I wanted to do so I made sure that I got them in so don't kid yourselves into thinking that if I had loads more time I would be so much more effective and I would be so much more efficient and I would be able to do all the things I wanted to do and I will put it off until that time because you won't necessarily put it off until that time and you won't necessarily do it if that time or when that time comes because me now I have so much more time I've designed my life in a way where I have a lot of free time and I love it but when it's time to do my projects or time to work I find it difficult because I just want to keep relaxing or want to go for a nice walk or chill out you know so, so it's so much harder now to motivate myself because my life is a lot easier than it was then. So please don't kid yourselves. The other thing that I wanted to say was that many of you may have heard of the acronym USP. And um, some of you may know what it is, some of you may not. It's used in business and sales. And, and USP means your unique selling point. Now, this is something really important to remember, that in this instance, your unique selling point is you, especially in this day of social media, because people want to know who you are, what you have to offer. For example, if you look on, say, Instagram, there's so many personal trainers that come up, so many profiles come up, and you think to yourself, what differentiates one from another but it's about the person people connect with people it's like this podcast for example you're listening to me and if you're someone who's listened to more than one episode thank you firstly and if I say something that resonates with you or something that you can connect with it might be because you've heard something in another episode and you thought actually I'd like to hear something more of what Lucy might say so you're investing in me and I might have the same podcast title as someone else but it might be the way that I say something or deliver something that interests you or it might be someone else so never discount who you are or what you have to offer what you have to give and show other people and this is the thing when we're looking at other people and comparing ourselves to others we can't look at what we have we're looking at them and saying they've got this they've got that they can do this they can do that 
But what about us? We have so many things that are individual to us that we can give, that we can show, that we can be. I say celebrate your individuality. Celebrate it. It's golden. It's something that you have that no one else in the world has. No one can be you better than you can. And no one can be someone else better than they can. So stop trying to be someone else or be like someone else or feeling you need permission from someone else. Maybe be inspired by them, motivated by them, encouraged by them, but not wanting to be them because you are you and you have everything you need inside of you to completely flourish and blossom into the person that you know deeply, intrinsically, you know you are. Do that for you. Give yourself that gift of acknowledging, recognizing, valuing, loving, and being yourself. Because you have everything. You go and be that gold that glitters. Because Tim Foyle isn't doing anything for anyone unless you're using it to cook with. Thank you for listening. See you next time. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please follow, like, subscribe, or even write a review. If you would like to support the show and make a donation, you will find a link in the show notes. Alternatively, you can donate on my website. It will be gratefully received. For upcoming courses and retreats, sign up to my mailing list at lucyburns.com. If you'd like to hear more of my music, you can find it on all major streaming or download sites under my artist name, Lazy Hammock. If you have any topics or questions that you would like answered or discussed in future episodes, please send for consideration to the Singing Buddha Podcast at gmail.com. You've been listening to the Singing Buddha Podcast.